Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. But the moment defines you. This or like 7 a.m. It's always interesting, like being at Sunset Valley. And like, I don't, it's always like so dead. Mm-hmm. Dead and like not people playing? Yeah. Like Yesterday this, was packed. Was it? Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes and we are live from Canal Shores, the first podcast of summer. Woo. With me is Peter Leinenweber. Hello. Um, Jansen Mizrak sends his apologies. Uh, he couldn't join us. He, he he said he couldn't join us, but maybe he just didn't want to come to Canal Shores. Wow. What do you think? If that's true, that'd be quite unfortunate because what a beautiful night we have down here at, uh, at Canal. But either way, we miss him. Yeah, he, he loves Canal Shores. I don't know why I would say that. <laughs> um, Jansen, I miss you. Um, but but uh, sitting in, in the third seat is... Uh, Steve Shrek. Steve, welcome back. Welcome, it's Steve. Been, it's been a very long time since you've been on. It has. It's been a very, very long time. I think the last time I was on the podcast, we were talking about we are making up, like, different rules we would implement. Half-baked ideas. Yeah. I remember listening yeah. to that long before I got back with the golf practice. And I don't know if I actually introduced it, but it just took me back to we got to get we got to get some rule for taking it out of the divots in the middle of a fairway. <laughs> like, Steve, come up with any golf idea that you can, and you're like, um, par sixes and take it out of a divot. <laughs> Those weren't, like, necessarily... That speaks to my mental capacity the right there. The There's those two examples. Hey, those are two good ones. Those are two good ones. Yes, those are good examples. Um... Steve, this is like you're in month one as like a full-time golf coach. How's that feeling? Feels great. Yeah, it's uh, it's a new kind of challenge for my career, and I think um, it's I think it's always been something like throughout my life that I've like thought about seriously. So to be actually like in the beginning stages of it's like really exciting for me. So. Trying to you know learn as much as I can from from all you guys and um, just trying to do my best. What were you more nervous for? Um, your first lesson, like first one-on-one lesson, or this podcast <laughs> tonight? This this podcast for sure. Uh, they're very 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 uh, equal, I would say. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's how much I respect uh, this podcast and what it means. So. Yeah, Pete, first summer at Canal Shores. Well, <laughs> it's ah, kind of like my fifth summer here, Ten. but it is first as a full-time employee at, at the golf practice. Um, it's good to be back. You know, it's day three. We've been here for what? Twelve and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mean today? Today. Yeah. Sorry. Twelve and a half hours today. Um, but it's been a great day, you know. I feel like camp's going well. I'm, I'm, it's brought me back to some really fond memories of working for Pete, 
beat Donahue back in uh, when I was in college. So it's, I'm happy to be back. Oh, well, guys, it's great to be out here. It was, int- it was interesting to see Pete out here today, too. Oh. You know? It was. And just like... Back teaching some lessons yeah. in his element. Just kind of passing it off to... Yeah. Us a little bit and to have him here and talk, you know, talk a little bit about it. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Pete. I think he saw like uh, all the hard work that he's done for the last nine or ten years down here, and um, I think he's. I'm assuming he thinks it's in good hands now. So, um, got a lot of lots to live up to. He did say it was in good hands. If you listen to the podcast I did with him, so did he? Oh yeah, I did record. listen to that. It's you're on right. You're right. If I'm saying you're it, right. he thinks it's in good hands. So good. Um, so guys. Uh, a little while ago, we did a podcast where we talked about, like, excuses. I don't, I guess I can't remember exactly what, maybe it was just part of a... It episode. was a preview of another, po- of an upcoming podcast. We just briefly talked about it. Oh, I, I'm actually thinking of something different than that. That mm. was like a, like a spiritual uh, thing mm. that we gave the preview for. You're but right, you're right. Excuses had, you know, we had other, other things where we, um, I don't know, I, I've been thinking about what... Are, are there any good excuses in golf? Okay, that's the first question. Can I ask a follow-up sure. question? Sure. What do you define good as? Okay, okay. Let's start with this. What are the like, most What are the most popular excuses that you've heard? My favorite all time is right after somebody hits. I've said this before on the on the pod, but after somebody hits a bad shot, they say, "Oh, I knew I knew what I did there. I know I, did I know, I know what went wrong." And in reality, how many of those people actually know what what went wrong? Yeah. That's one of my favorites. All right, not Steve. What do you what when you play? This, this could be excuses you 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 implement <laughs> oh my in your God. own game. Or, Here we go. Or this could be excuses. I feel like this is the only reason why I was brought on this podcast <laughs> is because I was a perfect example of the guy who comes up with too many you, excuses. Well, okay, fair enough. Then what? Um, first of all, you're invited back next week. Okay, it won't be about excuses. So. Let's take that off the table okay. um, and then get into it. What like what excuses do you come up with? My body is about to collapse to the ground because I have back issues. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's excuse. a common one. Yeah. Yeah. It co- okay. Okay, good. All right. Anything else? Um, I don't really know if it's so much like excuses, but I feel like my – I feel like my mental game is just very poor, so I'm not sure if it's I'm not I'm not sure if this is the same topic, but I just I don't have a great mindset when I mm-hmm. play golf. I feel like so I need to I need to I need to work on that. I think another common one that you hear is my hand slipped. Oh. I don't know. I hear that a lot from my students, but also just people I'm playing with. I'm sure I've said that at some point in my life, but. Right after the shot, they kind of like you have that one-handed finish, and they're like, "Oh, my hand slipped." Yeah, I think I that's because like hear that ever? yeah, because if you hit it like really far off the toe, like it makes the club twist, and mm-hmm. so your hand like will literally fall off if you're swinging fast enough. Yeah. And so they say my hand slipped, but actually you just you know almost mm-hmm. missed the ball. Yeah. What about you? What what's some common ones you hear, Andy? Well. The div- I mean, Steve already brought up the divot. <laughs> I mean, this is just lo- things. This is more of like, as golfers, like we can do better. I feel like we need to get rid of. We need to stop what about making <laughs> excuses. Is, this is what about this is the going. This what is about like the one service. where like you'll you'll be like in a group of four, 
and your playing partner will like hit it in the bunker and it'll be like a bad lie exactly. and like a hundred percent of the time they gotta like like maybe take like two times the amount of time that they gen- like normally do just to like give off the they idea that they at it too yeah. you know yeah they're like oh yeah well, but like the more time you take like oh he he must have a bad lie over there. Like he's assessing this <laughs> yeah. thing like very like way longer than he normally does. Or he has to like bring somebody in and be like, oh, you know, look at this lie or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think there's most people fall into one of two categories with that one. One of them is they just declare to their group, oh, it's buried. Like yeah. just right when they got there, because it's like, oh yeah, like just to let you know that this shot's gonna be bad, but it's not mm-hmm. my fault. You know, it's, yeah. it's because of the lie. Or then the other right. group is a little more subtle, and it's like they just kind of stare at it. You know, it's like yeah. and then. Everyone in your group knows that because they're staring at their ball so long, it's like, mm. oh, yeah, oh, like that. You must, oh, is it I buried? F- oh, yeah. yeah, oh man, that's. I sucks. feel like I'm the latter. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. Like yeah. stare at it until Definitely. someone else says. I mean, I like I'll uh, reshuffle like 20 times. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. maybe stack, back maybe back yeah, off back. a few times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. So I brought that up because I, that's that's I do that a lot. Yeah, your divot. My like, I think one of my like spiritual practices and related to golf is like not announcing to my group if i'm in a divot and it's been i like recommend it yeah i've been in like five divots this year and i haven't said once to my group that i was in the divot and it was i don't know i feel really good about myself wow for doing that that's liberating yeah that's pretty cool yeah because just because you're in a divot or just because you have a bad lie doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be that bad of a shot i can hit it close out of a divot before if it's a bad shot don't you want to have some sort of exclamation or, you know, explanation for that shot? Like, I feel, yeah, but I, that's what, that's I feel like it takes off some of the embarrassment mm. of like, if I'm one, th- you know, 140 away, middle of the fairway and I got a wedge and I stick this thing in the ground and I come up 30 yards short, which would, you know, happen with the clean lie or in the divot for me either way. Yeah. But like knowing that having my playing partners know that I was in the, in a divot that takes away some of that embarrassment Mm -hmm. you know so what do you think like if you were to just hit a bad shot out of the like (laughs) let's just say steve you were in the fairway with a sand wedge and you weren't in a divot and you chunked it like what do you think your playing partners think about you like do you do you think they think they're not very highly like you do you think that like they that they're thinking like wow he's not like he's not a good golfer like they see you hit that, and it's like, oh man, jeez, what like that guy's an idiot or something. Like, what do you think? Uh, maybe not that drastic, but like, jeez, like, why, why did he just miss the creep? <laughs> <laughs> he just pounded a drive down the middle of the fairway. How did he just miss the green with a wedge from a hundred yards? <laughs> so I think that that's something that more maybe you like you're like thinking that yourself rather than other people. Are thinking that about you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. do you, you think I see that, Steve? Yeah. I'm sure. Do you think that about him? Like, no. Because chances are, if it was been in the past year that he's missed a green from 100 yards, <laughs> but but I've never thought I've never. I guess maybe we play too much, Steve. That, that it's not surprising. <laughs> the 330 oh, this yard is just drive. A ba- this is beautiful. just this is just gone into a <laughs> bashing of Steve's wedge game. No, I, I think you have a good wedge game. I think you have a lot of potential. I think you have a high ceiling. I think right now it's probably not where you want it to be, um, which is why you've been putting in the work with Andy today and, and in past days with the the G-Box. But um, 
I do have a follow-up question. If you are in, let's say you're in the bunker and you have a plugged lie, fried egg, and you hit a great shot to like two feet, are you then allowed to say, hey, guys, by the way, that shot was in the, was was a fried egg. No. And I actually, it's, it makes it even better than what I did. You're yeah. almost upping. Yeah, I think they which both. Which is worse, actually. I think both just need to be eliminated completely. Yeah. I no, I think, think we that's... need to get over ourselves a little bit. Because I think most of the time no one's really thinking about. You know what I mean? No, have, has anyone ever told you like they shot a good round and you were like, were like, wow, like you like thought about that like three days later? No. <laughs> wow, like Andy shot like this. Like no, yeah. it's not. No uh, one's thinking uh, about no. other people. I disagree. Why? When you shot uh, was a sixty-seven at uh, Sand Valley. Well, it's mammoth dunes, but mammoth. Okay, same prop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But so, I mean, you I, think about that though? <laughs> not like a year <laughs> later, but well, I mean, it is about a year later. Huh? It is about a year. No, later. I'm saying I don't think. Well, but I guess now I, I. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. Sure. <laughs> a year later, I, yeah. But like at that time, yeah, that was like, I was like, wow, that's oh. a da- that's a, a darn it, good round. Like I'm very impressed by that. Like that's was that six under. Yeah. So yeah, like that's a that's a really good round. A, a, but a I think a good round is is obviously different than a good shot. Like I'm not thinking about your your that bunker shot you hit from two months ago. You know, not that that actually happened. Yeah, right. But. I get what you're saying. But around, I mean, that can stand out. But I think people are so, people think that others are thinking about them so much. I st- and that each shot matters. Mm-hmm. So I, I think about Pete's a tremendous driver of the golf ball. <laughs> I think of some of the, like we played a few weeks ago at uh, Sunset Valley, and he hit some, like, insanely long drives. They were just like, yeah. I, I've, like I've never, like, it was crazy. I was, and I'm, I still like that's that like is very impressive. Yeah. All right, I don't so think anyone's ever. Let me ever... ask you though, what did you think? What like what went through your head about Pete when he, like, just like airmailed a few greens? This is two podcasts in a row that Andy's brought yeah. up my scald bunker shot. Yeah. So what, what <laughs> I did went... you think about? It? I'm just curious. Like, what did because you're worried about what other people think about you after a bad shot. So what did you think about Pete in that moment? Cause after he not hit like really honestly nothing. I was like, that's a very hard bunker shot. That's like a forty-five yard bunker shot. What if he? What if like it that's wasn't you're that not hard? gonna be huh? What if he just had airmailed the green from forty-five yards and it was a clean lie? I'd probably be like, that's not like Pete. Like, what's what's up? <laughs> wow. If you airmail a green from forty-five, <laughs> yeah. What are we I didn't doing just airmail. Here? It went about eighty yards long. I mean, it was it was thin. That thin one to was win. Like, what I was back by that like new grass or whatever yeah. that was. Yeah, I had to m- take a drop from yeah. this whatever. It was a maintenance area, but yeah, it was like a fifty-yard bunker shot that I used an eight iron to try to hit like an actual oh, bunker an shot. Iron yeah, on that? I didn't try to catch it clean, but all right. So we don't a, need to talk about this. Maybe not getting as much support for the idea that we just need to get rid of all these excuses. No, I'm so definitely in on that. Definitely in on that. I think any time that you that there's an immediate response to a bad shot, yeah. like right after with something, some sort of explanation, yeah. whether you're in a divot in the fairway, in a plugged lie in the bunker, uh, or you got a gust of wind yeah. when you hit your shot. I think that needs to be eliminated uh, because, like, in reality, what value does that comment hold? Like, does that make yeah. you feel more comfortable with yourself that you hit the bad shot, or is it just to make other people not understand why you hit that bad shot? I don't know. There is no value it's in for other opinion. people. But people do it before shots too, because they're like, "Oh, I'm like pretty tired today," you know, like yeah. 
What's worse, the pre-shot excuse or the post-shot pre. excuse? Pre, because just because you're tired, like people have played golf tired before. Like just because mm-hmm. you're in a divot, like people have hit it close out of a divot yeah. before. Um, like yeah. wouldn't it just be like? But because ultimately, I think it has this. It says, like, like your score doesn't matter that much. Like, no one thinks about your score except yourself. Yeah. And so if you feel you need to like either validate it by saying like, wow, that was such a hard shot or like explain the bad shot. Like it's putting too much emphasis on something that I don't think anyone cares about or is not even like a significant part of game. It's just like, it's a waste. It's a waste of our energy. Like yeah, should talk about, I don't know, the birds or something. Anything else. Anything else. Exactly. What do you guys think your and I know Andy you're a, probably the least per, likely to make an excuse mm. of the three of us sitting at this table but what's your most commonly used and you kind of said yours is it hey Steve but what's your most commonly well, used excuse in your life Well I can answer this cuz I this isn't common but this is recent like that round we played at sunset that was my worst round of the year but my, I had this like shooting pain in this like tendon in my elbow at the top of every backswing and I just like couldn't finish the, my swing so I was hitting like topping balls like just doing shots that were very you know I don't, I'm not unlike you I'm not really the most in control of my game but I don't like top I don't yeah. like top the ball um, and so but like my elbow started to hurt my like it was like really in pain and so like the the question I was thinking about was like do I like y- you have that impulse of you want to tell like tell the group that like oh my elbow is really hurting bad because it's like oh that will explain these shots I'm having because it's really like impacting me on every single shot but also like I don't want to be a person who's like oh like oh my elbow like yeah oh I just made a double oh my elbow hurts so bad so it's like there's a heart it was a it was like a a moral that was difficult quandary. for you to bring up yeah but that's a valid as valid as an excuse as you can get. Something that, but still, it's like you guys don't know. Like, you don't know the amount of pain that that I was in, and it could have been like different people have different pain tolerances. You know, it could you've heard, I'm sure we've all been in a group with someone who's been complaining about, like, oh, like my wrist hurts, or or you've had a lesson and they're like doing fine, no complaints, and they hit like five bad shots in a row, and they're like, ah, yeah, my wrist hurts. Like, they're explaining, trying to explain their bad play based on, yeah, whatever. I feel like I, but I feel like I do that. Like, I bring up my back a lot while I'm playing, but I feel like it's not. Like I'll bring it up, like if it hurts. Yeah, well, your back has been well documented that this is a, (laughs) an in, like a serious injury. So like like when I'm playing bad, bad I don't be like I'm not like my back hurts. No, I know. Because your back hurts even when you play good. Yeah. Seen you hit one three twenty well, down the middle and <laughs> grab your back like Tiger. You know, no, he does years. the he does the which I've done before the picking up the ball out of the hole with like the little squat like <laughs> 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 where you can't like bend over but you just do this little like uh, oh. curtsy almost. Oh. Yeah. I've done it before, so I'm not I'm not not just singling you out. I get it. Is that your most common one, the back? I f- uh, I feel like yeah, and then. Again, I, like I said earlier, I'm not, I'm not really sure if it falls under excuses, but I just, yeah, I don't really verbal. Maybe I do. I, I don't know. It's probably for you guys to say, but I don't, 
I don't really have the best ad attitude. I feel like on the course, but it's like a sar I feel like it's like a sarcastic uh, type. It's not like I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. I but think you just get down on yourself. I get like, down on my yeah. I get down on myself. Too, just too neg. Just too negative. Um. Yeah, I remember. Like I put. Yeah. Something you need to. Deal something with I need yourself, to work on. Yeah. I guess, yeah. That's for another day. <laughs> Could be for today. <laughs> no. It's for right now. For right now. Yeah, I just remember uh, I was playing like last week and. I was uh, it was at Sunset Valley and we were on the par five twelfth uh, and I really I really bombed a drive and it was like into the wind. And I was in great position right right before that middle bunker and it was like two forty <laughs> and it was playing like it was playing into the wind a lot so I was probably playing like two sixty five I would say. So I pull out my three wood and like I hate this three wood I hate it <laughs> I can't hit this three wood this this Maverick three wood. I always like just it goes everywhere. Steve, this podcast is sponsored by Callaway Golf. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pull this thing out and like I literally I said like I'm gonna top this. You said that like, before out, you hit the shot. Before I hit the shot, yeah. And what and did I you hit do? It, I hit it like left and made six from behind the green for like 20 yards. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm sorry for taking over this, but this. Oh, that's good insight for yeah. sure. So, is so like, can we like, you know, we're the authority on this subject. Like, are what are so? I would even say like an injury. Like Steve, I don't think you like. I see you sometimes are in pain from your back, but I don't think you talk about it as much as you're saying. Like, I can't remember the last time you've like said something, like. I feel like I bring it up too much. Oh, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that I do I that. I feel like I, no, you don't. I, I ask just, like, you about see it. See you get like a sharp pain in your back at certain times. Like I don't think you're you're not saying like, hey, my back yeah. hurts. I, I, I hope know. I'm. I hope I'm not bringing it up too much because that would get really annoying. But but so, so like in so like it, a divot. Are we agreement that if your ball's in a divot, like it's not a valid excuse, or like I've what? What should what should like the standard for for like golfers in the world be? Like, are they are you allowed to announce to your group that your ball's in a divot? I no. I feel like. Do no. you truly believe that in your heart? Uh, here's what I believe. You want to know what I believe? Yeah. I believe that no, you cannot verbally tell it to your group. And trust me, I've done this before, so I'm saying this oh, is I like think what everyone I, has. But. but I do believe, like, when you're going back to the, looking at your round, if you're, like, analyzing how you played and where and what went wrong, what went right, I think that's a valid excuse to yourself, like, for a missed green or something like that. They thing that you can, you should be allowed to s announce to the group. But I'm interested in your guys' thoughts on that. <laughs> that's fair. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I know... So I'm I'm outnumbered here, I guess. I mean, if I'm gonna be totally true, like honest with myself, I would like. I don't know. Maybe it's something I gotta get away from, but I like I just feel like. I just feel like it's always something I'm gonna like, like if it's like, like if it's like really difficult shot, like, in like maybe our like other 
group members like aren't paying attention. They're off doing their own thing, right? And like, you might like, you might not like say it in that moment, but like you might bring it up like on the t, like on that next t box, being like, yeah, like that was that was like plugged in the rough, and like I had no chance, and like that was like the reason why I like duffed it, duffed it like twenty yards in front of me, like. I guess it's just like my it's just part of like my personality I guess it's not it's not very doesn't speak very high, you know highly of myself that I <laughs> that I'm taking this route but it's like I just I just feel like that's that's just ingrained in me at this point I don't I don't think I can like move away from that well is there a difference between like it being part of a story that as opposed to like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, I, I see it's like, oh, you're on the next tee. It's like, oh, wow, like, you should have seen my ball. Like, some people, there's probably some people who, you are, you understand there's a difference between telling it as, like, wow, like, that was a crazy thing that happened. And other yeah. people of like, hey, guys, like, don't worry. Like, I don't actually suck because my ball <laughs> yeah. was, was actually buried. You know, yeah. it's almost like two different, it's like For a sure. subtle line. But those For are two sure. different ways to kind of say the same, the same thing. Mm -hmm. Can I feel, yeah. Because I think there's an argument for it, like like score-wise, that making that excuse is never going to actually help you, you know, just because it's going to make the shot seem worse. Like, do you ever, like, do you ever get shots out of divots? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, would. Say, I would imagine but I think people who who let's just say fried eggs in the bunker, people who announce that to their group, the people who are loudest at doing probably that are probably worst. are, are the, the worst. worst. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. But I do think that can apply to any shot you have. Or like when you, the classic line is like, "I had no shot there," I had uh, no shot there. Yeah. Like where you have a tree on your backswing or on your father or whatever it well, is. Yeah, just I mean, like, you, but if you didn't so you, hit it there, though, you wouldn't. Have. Right. So, no, no, so you yeah. feel like didn't almost hit in the bunker. So Andy, you f you feel like almost like <clears throat> for those people, you feel like almost subconsciously, they're like preparing for that shot. As if like it's gonna go poorly, and I'm yeah. gonna explain it like, okay, I yeah. was in a rough spot, so that like they're not actually like their process and how they go through the shot isn't like they're not yeah. committed, and it's like yeah. it almost affects their shot the way they yeah. almost explain it afterwards. Because for me right now, when I'm in a divot, I'm like, oh, this is a challenge, and I see it. It's like, oh, this is almost somewhat exciting. Like, how am I gonna pull this off? You know, I don't always do it, but I also don't. Like the, everyone. the being in the divot in the fairway is different than all the other ones, though, because you earned the fairway. Like, you hit that's a good so tee shot true. to get and into the fairway. Let's continue this for several minutes. <laughs> yeah. because the plugged bunker, you hit it in the bunker. Yeah. You're in a hazard. I, I think any excuse from out of the hazards is null and void because sure. you hit it in the hazard. The fairway, though? How, are, how are you going to penalize somebody for hitting a great shot? But that's but that's the just, one. It's just part of golf, though. Like golf is just this, like golf is already thing. hard as is. Why are why are we penalizing <laughs> people for hitting solid shots in the but, fairway? I mean, they just, like, we, we need to we need to make the game more inviting. They started playing We need golf. to we need to make the game more inviting. We need to if you're going to hit a perfect drive, we need we need to reward that. We don't need to penalize that. Well, it doesn't happen that often. It it happens more than you think. No, it, what do you mean more than how much do you think I think it happens? I don't know how to I don't know how to quantify it. I don't know. There's a percentage. Like it's probably happened to me three times this year, and I've played twenty five. I can't say it's happened rounds. to me once this year. And how many I rounds? I can't have say you it's played? happened to me either. But 
15 to 20. Okay, so we've had 50 rounds combined, <laughs> and it's happened five times. Okay, so not that many. So, so, so okay, not a small percent. But then also golf is like... I wish like, I, I could recount the this tour event that I was watching like months ago where it... But it was like a final round, like final group, and this guy hit it. Two I, events, though, those guys hit it the same, similar distances. We're playing courses where there's people, like we're well past most of the, yeah. most of the divots. Yeah. I mean, us three hit it a good ways, so I, I don't think it happens to us as much as it may happen to pros who are landing it in very similar yeah. landing areas. That's true. That's a good point. Um, the pro also replacing divots better, though. I don't know. Correct. Yeah, no, it, it probably evens itself out. I can't remember out. any times on TV this year. Seeing no. a guy hit it out of a divot. I should have I should have so. texted you when that happened. That was a prime example, and I can't <laughs> remember it now. Yeah, but I mean, it's <laughs> you just making that up? I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. But like, it's okay. Like, isn't it okay if it's like a little bit unfair? Like this. Like, does it have to be like fair? Like, like in the NBA. Do you watch NBA? Yeah. In the last two minutes of every game, there's like five reviews where they like slow down this thing to the. And it's happens in the NFL too. Like as slow motion as possible to see like the last finger it, it like tipped off. But like it doesn't matter. Like it'd just be fine. Just like pick someone. You know what I mean? Just like go. It's it's a basketball game. Like it doesn't it doesn't actually matter like who wins. Like Wait, 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 wait. Hold wait. Hold, what? It doesn't matter who wins? What do you no, mean by like, what do you mean? Like there's no like ultimate significance in like you making a birdie or a par on a hole, or or Rory McIlroy making a birdie or a par on a hole. Like we're just playing like a, a silly game. Okay, you know I oh, I, mean? I could see that yeah. for sure. Grand but I'm yeah, saying okay, but I'm saying world. NBA, like there's like they're making like millions of dollars. So like yeah. those calls at the end end of games, like they matter. But you have to see though, like over time, it's, it would just even out. You know, like so you're someone not, that believes that they even out over time. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't, but I know b watching baseball is a big example because, like, umpires nowadays get, like, 95% of strikes and balls correct. Yeah. And the other 5% are just, like, not correct. You just see it on TV. They yeah. have the little box yeah. on there. Do you think that evens out over time yeah. for both teams? Sure. I, okay. Yeah, I yeah. think it's fine. Do you like think that, Steve? Um, I'm not sure if it evens out. I personally, like, I think, like, Human error in sports, like, is, like, that's fine, mm -hmm. right? Like, 30 years ago, like, there was there were no reviews in basketball. Like, yeah. we were just playing, and, like, the call, like the calls were what they were, and we, like, went on with it. Like, just what Andy was it. saying, like, there's so many reviews at the end of the game, and, like, I think it's good to get it right, but, like, at what expense sometimes? I think sometimes, I mean, like, human error is part of sports. Like, like I don't know. Have you ever heard a story of, like, a significant – NFL or uh, whatever, like NBA game where like it's, it's like long time ago where like they didn't have review and they got it so wrong and it actually like messed up everything. Do you know what I mean? Like there's <laughs> yeah. not a story of like the Steelers in 1976, like he actually caught the ball, but they called it incomplete and they lost there, the Super Bowl. There is one... Uh this is a horrible example, but it was back in like 1990 something, early 90s. Yeah. It was, I think it was Nebraska versus Colorado in football. And they gave either one of those teams like five downs. Oh. Yeah, but oh. that's, not, that's not really, that's not a replay <laughs> review. That's just like a mistake. They just, they just let them like, they like <laughs> lost track of downs. They just let them go like five but times. That's nothing to do with the replay though. 
You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. that's but that's not something that would happen in today's game. Like, why? Like, you why have not? so many eyes on what's going on. Like, you. But the challenge is like a coach challenge. Like, you know, what? okay, this is like gone like yeah. too far away. But what I'm saying is like it's okay if it's like you know what I mean. In the it's not like there's it's like man, if you won a Super Bowl in the '70s, like. That doesn't really count because they didn't have video review. Like, they probably, you know, got a bunch of stuff wrong. Like, that's just not. Yeah. It's like, oh, a team won and, like, yeah. everyone was okay with that. And everyone was very happy and everyone's, like, still happy that, like, that team yeah. won the Super Bowl at that time. And so, like, you can probably think of more times where, like, replay has, like, messed something up. Yeah. You know, more times people watch football now are like, what's a catch anyway? Like, is a comp, you know, like, you, it's yeah. just, like, the thing every people say if you watch football in groups. So. Yeah, I, I can't help but think about like golf and like some of the HD reviews oh, yeah. they've had in the last like That's let's say ten too. years. Yeah, like yeah. John Rahm last year at the Memorial, uh, he still won the tournament, but that like his ball oscillating, I think it was on sixteen, the par three, um, he got two stroke penalty for that, yeah. I believe. Still one by one. Um, how many times in like let's say the Nicholas era or the uh, Arnold Palmer era did like somebody win a tournament where they wouldn't have won it let's say 20 years later or 30 years later because there's their shot would have been caught on HD camera and their ball oscillate like do you think that actually happened it had to have right yeah, yeah probably but it's like it's, but it's fine though I mean my point yeah is like, we don't like no, we don't the, talk about it like, like it, it, it if we wanted like a perfectly fair game like we would I don't know we'd rock paper scissors would be oh. like well, okay. our, our main Th thing. I feel like, like, <laughs> like football. If we have football with referees and different teams and salary caps and you know, it's not like the most fair thing in itself. Like, mm -hmm. different in baseball, different teams spend different amounts of money on their their teams. Like, it's not a fair thing. Like, it's but that's fine. Like, it doesn't have yeah. to be. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The well, the golf the golf example. Um, I agree with. Like, I 100% agree with. Like that. All of, like the different reviews and stuff we've seen the last like ten years, like I, I'm good with not doing any of that. Yeah. I think that's, that's something that most matter. golf fans would agree with, and maybe I'm assuming that, but like I feel like most people would be like, if the ball oscillates like the a, the minuscule amount, and that you just the only reason you could see it was through camera. I feel like that's not should not be a penalty. Like there was no, no. intent behind no, that. Yeah, well, I think I think we're circling in on. <laughs> the best excuse <laughs> that <laughs> like I would have won the tournament if not yes. for this HD camera yes. that caught the ball oscillating. That's, that's what was it. That uh, was only around me because like I was paired with Tiger and yeah. other groups weren't even yes. televised. What was the tournament that what was the one with DJ? Wasn't in the US Open? Um or PGA at, at Whistling Straits. No, not Whistling like Straits. It was um it was another US oh, Open. When he won. Oakmont when he won yeah. 2016 was that okay another example of a guy winning but even overcoming that penalty wasn't that like on hole 10 or something where the ball the ball like oscillated wasn't I think it? his putter he yeah. hadn't he hadn't addressed it but he, he had technically addressed the ball and it had touched the ball yeah. his putter yeah. touched the ball um, and he didn't find out until like the 15th hole of the round which is like five holes later or so and then and it's still winning um, yeah but again golf like you said earlier andy it it's a game that's been around forever and i feel like it's a these these types of things don't belong in the game 
Like, I don't think that old Tom Morris was, there was no HD, t- no. HD cameras on old Tom Morris when he was winning the Opens. Like, there just wasn't. Yeah, but and if there and was, just, they would have found something. The world is just like a random place yeah. where like weird things happen. Like mm-hmm. people like lose a job or get fired from a job, and they're like, "Well, it was because of this." Blah 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 blah. It's like, well, it's like sometimes, like you know, whatever. Like it doesn't, doesn't go your way. It doesn't go your way, and that's it. And I'm like, yes, sorry, like that sucks, but it's just that's how it is. Like mm-hmm. you got to accept that that randomness that's that's here i think i don't know it's not ran it's not random for me though it's like consistently it's what? on the course it's not a random thing for what me what is it not going my way it's do you it's think that you don't so you don't think that your bad breaks are outweighed by your good breaks like you don't th- oh no i mean uh, yeah no i was no, overall I, like in I your meant, golf game do you I, think you get it does you think it like it it cancels each other out. The good breaks you get versus the bad breaks you get. Yeah, probably. Like the bounce off. I the was about to go on some stupid random. It was more about like my performance and how it's. <laughs> it's not random. It's just consistently bad. So that's that's it was it was a bad your performance example. Performance is fine, Steve. Yeah, you're a good player. Yeah. yeah. Is, is um the excuse of, I would have won the tournament if I didn't get disqualified for a positive COVID test. Um, is that a, a valid excuse? That might be even better than the one we just well, came up with. What was he? Le- he was leading by, he was like, by six, six, wasn't he? Yeah. But you could follow that up with like steps he could have taken to not exactly. get COVID. Exactly. So get, get your free you know vaccine, what? man. They're giving yeah. the, the the shots away at the, yeah. at the gate. So you could certainly follow that up with like, oh, you should have. He could have avoided. Exactly. It. That's so what I'm saying. Get no, the yeah. I don't think that's a good excuse. No, yeah, anymore. that's not. I mean, <laughs> I think it would have been before, like six months ago or eight months yeah. ago. That would have oh. been a great excuse. Yeah. Well, unless like they weren't following the protocol, you know. Yeah, you can go. You can go down <laughs> a lot of different routes with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. Well, well sorry, John Rom. Yeah, unfortunately, John Rom. Congrats, Patrick Cantlay. Did not win. Um, all right. Any have we have we tackled excuses enough? I think so. Steve, anything else you want to say? Any excuses? Like, any excuses you want to make for your performance on the pod? <laughs> before, before it drops, before you know, people listen to this. I'm good. I've I've talked like, too much oh, at I this mean, point. Pete already kind of made one. He's like, we've been here since 7 a.m. So, um, <laughs> you know, if this is bad. You know, it's, you know, we've been here 12 hours, yeah. guys. Like, been busy <laughs> working with kids. Like, cut us. You know, cut us cut some us slack. Um, but I wasn't saying that as an excuse. I, I was saying that as like That's it's a been a great, pride. great yeah. third day. Yeah, I know. It wasn't related to the podcast. Um, yeah. Steve, um, anything on, I mean, anything on your, like, really, like, on your mind lately? This is going to be the final question of the day. Anything on my mind lately? Yeah. Uh, you like, your life has, like, changed. Your career has changed. You're practicing golf a lot. Yeah, I think it's, um, I'm watching a lot of stuff uh, from uh, Gankus. And so, um, I mean, most of it, I would say like 90% of it is for me to just learn more about the swing and like understanding the swing and like cause and effect. And, you know, if this, if this is, if this does something, what happens, you know, how do, you know, how do we fix certain things? Um, all of that. And then like that, the 10% is like for, for my game too. And so that's, so both are are, are very exciting for me. I, I I've really gotten in lately is like 
trying to like improve my game and that's that's exciting for me but more so it's more just getting to learn more about the swing and to to be able to you know be best prepared to you know help out you know my students I, I thought of an additional follow-up question um you played you have been the biggest uh hater of of short set of clubs like a half set but you played around with with half a set like what what's your review I would say um, my review for that is, like, I don't know. It's one of those things where I think I'd have to do a little bit more of to, like, have a, kind of a good um, just opinion on it. But I feel like one, uh, the one round that we did play, like, it was only nine. Was it only nine? No, it was 18. It was 18. Yeah. No, no, no. How many clubs? Oh, yeah, nine clubs. Yeah. Nine clubs, yeah. So I felt like I was in... I felt like I would have found myself in more situations where, like, I was, like, just totally um, just my mind was, yeah. like, spaghetti. And I was, like, <laughs> like I got, I got like, my gaps my gaps in my bag are way too big. Like, I, I have no club to hit here. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, this is awful. Like, let's blame it on Andy. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, I didn't really find myself in, like, that many situations. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, yeah, can I ask you about um – the on whole what what did you bring evens or odds uh i didn't i don't i oh, didn't really have i don't i, I did like f so i did four i guess it would be even so four six eight yeah. okay um i think it was in like i think i even went to like nine pitching wedge so sand wedge. i remember on hole seven you were yeah that's a weird set but a lot of wedges um yeah i really we need to uh, <laughs> we you, you were in the fairway on hole seven and you we're able to go for the green in two, and you're like, you made this is a good excuse, you know, because you're like, ah, uh, uh, I'm perfect seven iron distance, but you didn't have a seven iron. And then you hit, I don't know, you hit something. I hit eight hit iron. To like, I hit eight iron. It was like off, it, it was an awful, the, awful shot, well, but, but it, it like worked out. Like being the perfect club, yeah, like the perfect shot. It was like ten feet away, putting for eagle, <laughs> even though he like ha didn't have the right club at all. Did that like was that Im impactful in your like? Well, somewhat. Oh, like, I mean, it saved my saved the embarrassment of hitting a guy on the putting green, you know, 20, 20 <laughs> yards over the green. Point. Like, like, so. don't you see how it's like? Oh, we think we're in like such control of our games that like we need all these clubs, but like, you had what you thought was the wrong club, and it was actually the, like the right one. And you're you're an experienced golfer. Yes, I. Yeah, it it gave me a more. Um, yeah, I, I think it opened my mind a little bit to it, but I always go back to like PGA Tour players. Like they always play with fourteen clubs. Like so, so golf golf is already an incredibly difficult game, right? And so I feel like you're 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 handicapping yourself, you're hamstringing yourself, whatever, whatever the, you know, the, the less, the fewer clubs you use, I just feel like you're putting yourself over time. So, you know, that one round, I didn't find myself in any difficult spots, but like over a hundred rounds or whatever it may be, I feel like you're, you're, you're limiting yourself in, an, in a game that's already incredibly difficult. Like why make it harder on yourself? I feel like if you have 14 clubs, like you still have the option to pick whatever you want, but you never want to get out there and like 
there's like you're trying to hit a wedge from 140 and you only have like a, a seven or like a sand or something's absurd. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Is that the same thing last time? And so like, why would I, you only have a seven and a sand wedge? It's ridiculous. I'm just trying to make the, ex- the, I'm just trying to make my point. I'm just like, no, but no, 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 no. Cause this is a, this is a straw man's argument. The point is you're at 120 yards and you have your 110 club and your 130 club. Cause you don't have your 120. And either of those clubs is fine. Maybe it's into the wind. Maybe you want to miss short. I think you're right when you're talking about, like, let's say three clubs yeah. or five clubs. But when did you text that that story of, like, uh, Billy Casper won uh, the yeah. U.S. Open of seven clubs? Yeah. Yeah. And that guy on the Japan tour, like, two weeks ago, won with 11. Clubs. 11. That My, is, yeah, but I, that was, like, what is that? That's, like, the first example in, like, yeah, so. I think it's, no, no, I think it's honestly a parabola. I think when, when you look at, like, if, yeah, if you're playing with three clubs or four clubs, you're going <laughs> to yeah. be, you're going to find yeah. yourself in some tough spots, like we did today at, at, in Varsity Prep. But if you're playing with 14 clubs, I think that's too many. I oh. think that you're almost over. You're over. You're gonna overthink some shots. And also, you you brought up the PGA Tour. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I want to stop you there. You think it? You think you're overthinking shots? I, I think, do. I think. I do. I yeah. think the argument from my end is like having 14 clubs. You're almost like you're almost on autopilot. You're almost going through the motions too much. Whereas if you're playing with fewer clubs, well, that almost opens way. your minds to creativity and thinking yeah. through yeah. the shot I mean, more. And I it almost engages your mind more than what it would be. I, mean, I think the example on hole seven at Sunset Valley was is a perfect example for it that you w- would have gone through the motions, hit seven iron, would have ended up on the putting green, but you didn't have seven, so you chose between eight and six. You made the smart choice because you'd rather be short than long on that hole, and then it ended up being the perfect distance. And so I think that kind yeah. of speaks to itself. And, um, and you brought up the PGA Tour, and those guys are the best golfers in the world because they are dialed in from putter all the way up to driver. You and I, Andy, most people are not dialed in putter through driver. We're dialed in more than most people, but we're not with every club. I don't know like to the 0.5 yard where it's going to go like a, let's say Tiger Woods does. Right. He would be fine. I think they would all be fine. No, they, they would be, be absolutely fine. Oh. But but my They're point They're still aiming in the middle of greens. I right. like all right. Yeah. We have to this my computer's about to die cuz like we only have one outlet out here in the fairway. So I'm sorry <laughs> to wrap us up. I just don't want this whole thing to be lost. Yeah. I think we'll pick this let's pick this back up next week. We're going to see uh, a Scott Fawcett seminar on Friday. So I think we'll find out that the pros aren't aiming at the pins quite as much as, you know, maybe we, we think thought. like they would be able to, you know, hit that shot with clean contact. So. Yeah. Guys, thanks a lot. Steve. Thank you. Thank you for joining thanks us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to you guys next Finally. week. See you later. Find the moment. The moment defines you. Well, here it comes. Come